0: Hello, everybody. Before we start today's episode, I am so excited to announce that we officially have a new sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White, and that is Routine. Um, I actually had one of the founders of Routine on the podcast as one of my early on Founders Series episodes uh, back in 2020, and um, they are now officially the sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White. So, so excited to announce them to all of you. Uh, routine was founded by a husband and wife with one simple goal: establish healthy routines for healthy lifestyles. The founders tried a lot of hydration and wellness supplements and found that most are full of sugar, synthetic ingredient ingredients, and were also made overseas in uncontrolled environments and didn't accomplish what they claimed to do. Instead of in, in, sorry, instead of in reinventing the wheel. Uh, routine looked to time-tested natural ingredients that generations of parents have trusted. They focused on creating products that keep those natural ingredients whole but make them more convenient for our modern, busy lives. Their newest product is called Mo- Morning Routine. Um, just so you know, when we sleep, we lose around a pound to a pound and a half of water, expelling vapors, sweat, etc. Each packet of Morning Routine, which they come in a single-serve, packet, little tear away packet you dump in water. Each packet contains half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, and Himalayan sea salt. This combination has all six essential electrolytes, and most importantly, no sugar. As I mentioned, it's just a one uh, serving tear packet that you dump in around 20 ounces of water. Um, they suggest you start your day with this. That's why it's called morning routine. And as always, routine It is made up of trusted ingredients made convenient. The link to routine is in the show notes. If you want to just go and find that, click, and it'll take you to their website, or you can go to yourroutine.com. And as an offer from routine to all of my listeners, if you'd like to get 30%, which is a huge discount to start off, 30% off your first order at yourroutine.com, or again, link in the show notes. At checkout, use code ShaneWhite30 to get 30 percent off. All right, everybody. Hope you guys check out Routine. Um, you know, as you all know, I normally always share with you guys brands um, products that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, I've talked about Robinhood, talked about Whoop in the past, and Routine is no different. Um, I do believe in what they're building. I love their products. Uh, morning Routine um, has been something that I've been taking and I've seen great results. I honestly just feel more energized. Um, I feel more hydrated if that makes sense. Like I really do. Um, and so I think you guys will love the product. And as always, like I said, um, if you use Shane white 30, you can get 30% off your first order. So it's a great way to try out the product and see if it's something that you can enjoy. All right, everybody, the next episode is up right after this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. Today is going to be a fun one. Um, They're all fun, but today's going to be a little bit of a rant. So uh, again, as I always remind everybody, if you're into hearing a little bit of me just talking about investing, um, today is one of those episodes where it's just me. And if you are not, that is totally fine. I am always transparent and open and honest with all you guys. So if you want to go back and listen to one of my recent interviews, those are available. And I've had some fantastic guests recently. So definitely check those out. Um, Today is an episode that I hope for many of you who are listeners to the podcast, uh, it's just a little bit of a reminder Um, and nothing groundbreaking here but really just an opportunity to kind of refresh your memory on some of the old school podcast episodes I used to do. Um, and honestly, over the last couple of months, just with the trends of the overall stock market, um, I've gotten lots of people reaching out. And honestly, just seeing a lot of people that I respect um, you know, in the market things that are being put out on the internet. Uh, I always like to kind of just kind of, you know, I, I'm not a big scroller when it comes to social media, but when I do, uh, I love to get on, you know, even Twitter, which can be a dumpster fire and just see what people are talking about as far as, um, you know, what's going on with the market. And today's episode is, uh, rightly named, um, I don't know what the exact title is going to be, but essentially it's all about a reminder of what to do or how more, more likely for most of you, it's going to be how to get in a better mental state when the markets are red. So I'll take a step back. Um, As all of you have probably heard me say, you know, plenty of times, they're really in my eyes, this is just my opinion. uh, There are two main types of investors. The first one is really a trader. And that's someone who is in the weeds of the market day in and day out, and they're buying and selling stocks constantly. And most of the time, unless you're a very analytical uh, type of person who has access and most of the time you have to pay for access to high level software for trading. Um, and and many people do that without having that you know higher level of software. They just use free tools on the internet. Which is totally fine too. Plenty of people make tons of money doing so. Um, those people are traders. They're trying to uh, take advantage of the highs, buy on you know buy the dip, as you've probably heard. And um, you know they're not they're not worried about holding on to a stock long term. They're actually most of the time hoping to hold on to the stock for a short term, make a slight profit, sell it, use that money to buy the next one. And it's kind of this, and that's what you know the term day trading comes from. Is you know, folks getting in, buying and selling the same stock usually uh, at some point during the same day. So um, that is, in theory, like the first kind of investor that I like to talk about, or you know, a trader. The second time, the second type, excuse me, in my point of view, is those built trying to build wealth or uh, portfolio builders. I'll call them. Um, these are people who. <clears throat> Instead of being in the micro or looking at the daily, you know, or couple day or weekly trends of individual stocks, they're actually doing the next step. They're doing the due diligence that goes into investing in companies long term. And what do I mean by due diligence? Most people, and this is a, a definitely a generalization, but just from, you know, generally talking to lots of friends, family, people online that do investing. Um, a vast majority of people primarily focus on some of the, you know, maybe the major, um, you know, market or key stats that you can see on, you know, CNBC or Robinhood or Yahoo finance, but more, more likely than not, people are focused on the past. And when I mean past, I mean looking at the trends that you're seeing on the charts, right? So you're seeing, um, you know, basically just stock prices. Um, that is that's what most traders are focused on um, someone who is focused on long-term wealth though to be honest with you the charts in the main stats you see right away on every um, stock tickers platform or every platform that a stock tickers on whichever one you use generally uh, that's pretty irrelevant uh, you know there's obviously a use for it but it's just looking at the past it's not looking at the future and and for someone building true wealth building portfolios, you don't really give a shit to be honest. Like today, right now I have the S and P 500 up on my computer. It's at $3,906. I can see, you know, as far back as I want to go. That's great from a, like just a very macro perspective. Is it up? Is it down? Um, you know, if you want to get into the key things, that's, that's the way you can obviously look at it, but there's nothing to tell you the future. So what people who are looking to build, um, portfolios building, some of the key things that people are going to look at is um, more of the financial statements, right? So an income statement, how is the company profiting or losing money? Um, the balance sheet, how much do does a company have in assets versus liabilities? Um, and then sometimes even a cash flow statement. So to kind of understand the cash inflows and the cash outflows of a business. I've talked about it on here before, but even starting to understand um, the leadership team, of a company can be can say a lot about a company. Probably the one that stands out the most is Tesla, right? I mean, how often is Elon Musk in the news? And whether it's positive or if it's negative, it does impact the stock price. So starting to understand who is sitting at the table and making decisions um, from a leadership perspective. Those are important things. Um there's lots of things that go into um and I've done podcasts on them in the past. If you want to go back and understand, you know, financial statements, or some of the key stats that I look at, Uh, I have done podcasts on that topic or those topics. Um, So those are the two different types of investors in my mind, just to kind of circle back to that. Now, the whole point of today's episode, which is um, what to remember on the red days. So if you're a trader, if you're that first type of investor, of course, if you're buying into the market and everything's bleeding all day and you're only buying long positions or you're, you know, you're just buying pure shares of the stock um, in the hopes that it goes up, obviously in on those days, there's not a lot of money to be made and a lot of people lose money. And if you're someone who doesn't want to sell at a loss, you can get money tied up in stocks that are down and you might close the day being way down. You lost a ton of money and now you have to hold on to it for God knows how long until the stock price goes back up. That in 2014, when I first got into the game, that is how I invested. That was my strategy. I had, you know, one screen up with work in the office and sometimes the other one, whether it was a full screen or the half screen, always had stock. my stocks up. I was paying attention. I was trying to buy and sell. Without really knowing what you're doing, it's It honestly is gambling that that's where gambling and when I've said this in the past, I mean, that that is just you're trying to guess. It's not a ton different than betting on, you know, the Bulls to win a basketball game. Right. So. Number one, um, you know, that is. On red days, I understand why, if you're someone who's in the trading side of things, uh, it can be a rough day. Obviously, you talk to people or see online, people just get furious when there's multiple red days in a row. Um, now, if you're a more technically savvy um, you know trader, you could also short stocks, and I did a whole episode on that. I would suggest you going back and listening to that, or, or you know, we can do one in the future if people would like to learn more. But really, shorting gives you the ability to make money when the stock price goes down. Long story short, that's what it is. So for traders, yes, red days suck. Red days um, are stressful. I get that. But what I want you to remember is if you're on the train that I'm on, and that is uh, wealth building creation, uh, you know, building portfolios to really create wealth for you and your family or just you. Um, the red days are discount days, right? The stock stock that you could have bought yesterday is on sale today. That's what a red day is because to be honest with you, If you decide to buy on the dip today and hold on to it and just keep buying shares every two weeks when you get paid or however that works for you and the way you have income, um, over time, it's more important to be in the market and continuing to build your portfolio than it is to time the dips. Um, Those won't matter. I was actually talking to someone earlier this week and it, it reminded me of, and I think I've actually talked about it on here before, my biggest My biggest stock failure ever, uh, on a day trade was, uh, GoPro's IPO. And, you know, it's one of those stories that I always hold on to, but the funny thing about it is, um, it was because I was worried about trading and I was worried about making money in the short term. Um, but if I would have just bought it and sat on it, um, I would have had more, I would have eventually come out ahead, um, And it's funny to think back to 2014, right? It's been, you know, almost seven years since I really got into investing. It is funny to think back to, you know, the days where the market was bleeding red. There were all these crazy news stories. You're refreshing CNBC or Yahoo Finance to see what's going on. And um, it's stressful because you're down and it's red. I could not tell you for the life of me what some of the major Breaking news that was make helping me make decisions um, back in 2014 is today. Time is kind of a funny thing, right? And it's no different with investing. Um the news that's huge today in 10 years, you'll probably completely forget. And if you would have kept putting that money in every two weeks from today until 2031, it doesn't seem like a long time, right? Or even let's just go back to seven years when I first started investing in 2014. And When I fast forward to 2028, that'll be seven more years from now. I guarantee you that if you're on this, you know, second side of what I call uh, the two types of traders, um, you're going to be much happier that you kept putting money in, you kept doing your research, you kept investing in companies that you're confident in um, for the future, and you can you continue to build that portfolio over time that will pay off. Um, and like I said, it's on discount today. It's cheaper today. Um, I had a guest, Matt Fraser on here that he said, it. he said it really, honestly, one of the best ways I've ever heard it said. And that was, um, even when the market's red or you look at your portfolio and you're down on a specific stock, you really haven't lost any money unless you sell it. So if you're someone who's worried about having wealth, later on in life or just having a net honestly, it doesn't even matter if it's you about you um, eventually waiting for a retirement. That's not even what you know building wealth um, in a portfolio uh, over the long term means it could just be it's another way to build your nest egg. It's another way to diversify out of just the cash sitting in your checking and savings accounts. Um, but you won't lose any of that money until you sell. so just sit on it. Yeah, it's a bad couple weeks. There's a lot going on that are driving it's driving the market down. But do you guys remember how we felt a year ago when Covid hit? and I've told you all on here openly that I made some of my worst investing decisions that I've ever made uh, when the market got red. it's i'm I'm doing this episode today because it's been almost a year since I launched this podcast a year since I um, decided to sell a lot of stocks when things were getting bad. You know, I learned a lot of lessons, but I wanted to remind all of you because, you know, there's a chance uh, this, you know, this red period continues, um, but you got to ride it out. The stock market goes up over time. Yes, a lot of there is a lot of, you know, people out there that are saying, uh, is the market overvalued? Is it undervalued? Are we are things inflated? There's a chance they are. Right. I mean, I'm not going to stand up here or or speak to you through your headphones And say that I have any idea what's going to happen tomorrow or the next week or next month. But there are two different types of traders in my mind. And these red periods are when now, well, I used to in the past, freak out, try to hurry up and sell things so I didn't lose a penny. Um, And now I just sit back and I'm like, okay, what's discounted? I take my time. I honestly don't give a shit. What the breaking news is most of the time when it comes to stocks, because it really it has no today's breaking news has no impact on my overall overall portfolio anymore, unless a company that I'm holding major equity in that's a big part of my portfolio, which again with proper divers, blah blah blah. Sorry, with proper diversification, you should not be holding on. There should not be one stock that completely destroys your portfolio, even if something crazy happened. It should not that shouldn't be the case. If you're well diversified, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're a newer listener, if you go back to the diversification episode, it's probably one of the most important podcasts I've ever posted. So remember that. And yeah, do your due diligence. You know, go back, look at all those stocks that maybe you have wanted to get in on that you haven't yet. Look at their price. Do look at some of the, you know, backbone information of these companies and realize, hey, uh, this company's down, you know, 5% today, 8%. There's been some crazy days where I've seen some really great companies be way down. And that's where you got to take a look and be like, is this because of breaking news in 90 whatever percent of retail investors today are trading based off of, you know, the hottest thing the media puts out? Or is the backbone of this company still healthy? Do I still believe in this company or in the future? If so, Scrounge up some money and put some money towards it. Buy some equity in that company. That is my two cents. Uh, that was a little bit longer winded than I thought, um, but it's only 15 minutes. So I hope these this 15-minute episode was helpful for all of you. Um, this is a topic that I've grown to love, and it's it's something that also on red days now, I don't get stressed out. I'm like, I definitely scroll through my phone or I'm on my computer. I'm like, ooh, damn, yeah. Um, some of these are expensive or not expensive, but some of these are, uh, are, are way down today and I hold equity in those, but that doesn't mean much, right? Cause in a month from now, I'll probably have forgotten the percentage down that that stock was that day, but I honestly might've bought more. So this is just my two cents. I hope this helps at least one of you out there. Um, and helps you take a deep breath, keep doubling down, investing, growing those portfolios, Get in on some of those partial shares, maybe an ETF, maybe both. Keep adding money to your investment account every time you get paid, and um, we'll grow together. All right, everybody. I have some really great guests coming up, so keep an eye out for those. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, the most important thing, share it with a friend. um, And also, if you don't mind going down giving it a five-star review, uh, and leave a review, too, if you don't mind. All right, everybody. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be back with another episode before you know it. All right. See ya.